You're listening to Saturday Chronicle here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. You're all very welcome to the programme. And I'm joined here by Brendan Daly, all the way from Tulla. Brendan, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, Tara. No, thank you very much. It's great for you to be here today. I, I suppose the main reason why you're here is to talk about mostly the drama group in Tulla. But just go back to your, 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 your uh, youth. Uh, tell us about growing up in Ballon Robe, County Mayo. What was your, your life like back then? My youth was a long time ago, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Life was great. It was like any small country town, which is obviously very different than, than towns now. So I did the usual. went to school, went to, you know, on to veterinary college. I did train as a vet and uh, worked in the north of Ireland, first of all, which was very interesting because this was in 19... 19- Give my age away now, 77. And uh, in the middle of the troubles, if you like. So it was very, I was very interested and it was novel because nobody very much from the south went up north at that mm-hmm. time. So that was that was good. I was there for a while, loved it, then came back down and then went travelling for quite a long time. And then came back and came to Tulla on Palak to a job with Aid Curry. That was 40 years ago. 40 years ago, imagine, yeah, yeah. 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 So, a lot of changes in Tullis since well, then. I'm just going back a small bit now. Uh, talk to me about your, your school days. Uh, where did you go to school? Went to school in well, the primary school in Ballinrobe, right. and then... Is there a secondary school? No. There is. There is. But in those days, the secondary education wasn't as advanced right, as right, it right. is okay. now. So a lot of places wouldn't have had any tremendously, uh, what would you say... Uh, extensive education in the secondary schools so I went away to school I went to boarding school uh, which I loved and then went on from there to college and obviously when it when it came to the the, the leaving cert had you any inkling as to what you wanted to do after school did you always want to be a vet I did actually yeah and what attracted you to the job Um, I was we had small farm at home Mm -hmm. my daily job other than that as well so I was always interested in that aspect of it, and uh, it just seemed the natural thing to do. And then it was we were the first year of the points system. Okay. And, okay. Okay. Uh, on first, what would you call it? First draw, I didn't get it. So when I didn't get it, that's when I really knew that I did, really did want to get it. And then in those days, there was the cancellation, and I got in because, you know, then I was the next in line, so I got got the place then. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. And then you be, you obviously went to train to become a vet. So, and actually, now that I mention it, in terms of training, then what does a, a young person starting out uh, have to do in college for to become a vet? Well, it's very different now. Yes. Uh, yes. It's but much more practical. Talk to me about what you did now. Yeah, much more practical orientated. Yeah. I suppose in our day, we it was nearly all theoretically based, um, but you had to see practice. Yes. And yes. you had to see six months practice during your holiday times. Yes. So we would do the Easter holidays principally, and then you would go to different practices. So you might spend a month in a dairy practice, you might go to a small animal practice and a horse practice, depending on your your, your interests, really. But you had to kind of cover all the bases, yeah. which we did over those months. And then so it was more practical, more so than still looking at the books. More but, but we had to do it at our own time yes, and yes, expense, yes. obviously, yes. Uh, during holiday times. So the academic year was full-on kind of lectures and, and uh, practicals and that kind of stuff. And then during the holiday times, we, we, saw, the, we saw the practice. Then you would take a job as a, as a, as a, as a vet in a practice. And um, 
Well, depending on who your boss was, uh, <laughs> you, you were showing things that you were throwing in at the deep end, you know. Tom, so. was that the same for you when you, you started out as a bit? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> did we do the Leaving Cert the same year? Um, we did, but we didn't finish together. No, no that's right. <laughs> so, some of us took the scenic route, yeah. Which is, which is the first year that introduced the point system. All yeah, right. that's yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And through with them. Um, what is that? It was five five points for an A and two yeah, four for yeah. B. Yeah, I remember I I had eighteen points. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole scoring now is six hundred and something. Just, just, yeah. But just, it, the scoring system was different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, five for an A, four for B, three for C, two for a D, and yeah, S- something mm. like that. Yeah, A B C D. Yeah, I can't remember what I had, but I know I could have got done anything. I think. We could have done anything we wanted. Yeah, yeah there was a line yeah. in a play that we did, and I remember Caroline Liddy, whom some of you will know from New Lawn, Caroline had a line, and she talked about one of her families and says she was so bright that she illuminated in the dark. So <laughs> that was you, Tom. Oh, thank you. College life was good in those days, yeah, wasn't it? Was, we were down yeah. in, in Balls Bridge at the time. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. College is in UCD now. Yeah. Um, okay. On the main four, campus, we yeah. spent four years. First year in, in university in Bedfield, and then the four where the present university is, and then four years in the veterinary college, which was a specific college, right smack in the middle of Ballsbridge. Beautiful old Victorian red brick building yes. that a lot of people would so know from going to Manchester. Is Ballsbridge the only place where you can do veterinary practice, or can you do it elsewhere across the Republic no, of Ireland? No, there's only one college in okay. Ireland, okay, and it's one. now UCD. Okay, UCD. In our day, our year was the last year where there was um, there was 50 graduates in our in UCD in, in university in Dublin and 15 in Trinity yeah. so it was mad and then they got they got the joined the two together you know. but obviously now there could be hundreds and hundreds of people at one time like to know. not really it's, early, no, it's still quite limited yeah. now they have a lot of um, it's still very hard it's very hard to get in yeah. um, because there's so few places you know yourself yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the points relate to the amount of places rather than the sort of the intellectual ability that you'd have yeah. but now there's quite a lot of foreign students in all courses in university and that's how they make quite a bit of money yes, because yes. they charge like there's yeah. no fees charged for Irish students mm. yes there's also the registration fees but there's no you know like big deal fees whereas if you're coming from another country say in Europe I think the fees could be up to 20,000 25,000 yeah, in later years there was quite a number of American students that come over they it, would yeah. have yeah. done a basic what they call a life sciences degree in the US maybe for yeah. three years come over then and do a four year course here yeah. I remember um, my early days in the department talking to a couple of girls that, uh, from America and just chatting them up and just what uh, they said their fees uh, one girl told me she had borrowed $250,000 yeah. Wow. Um, the fees and living expense are, were nearly 50,000 a year and um, she had for four years and she had the other 50,000 to live on yeah. Yeah. and I said would you pay, get to pay that back oh well she says yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 it is bad I mean you know there's a lot about our country that we can't yeah. give out about yeah. but at least we don't have anything like that to contend no, with no. No. Yeah, yeah, now it is yeah. hard because a lot of people would like to study in Ireland a lot of you know, say people now in their sort of post-leaving years or early twenties, and so many now are going to uh, Budapest and uh, yeah. So it is cheaper things. to really go abroad, isn't it? It it is. Yeah. 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 My, oh, my oh, nephew yeah. qualified in Warsaw uh, last year, you know, and there's thirty Irish students in his year. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. to go every year, and they're taught through English and from watching him and. 
had a mentoring. He could go any place. Oh, yeah. So they're very fully recognised. It's very practical. It's slightly different than here. It's very yeah. practically orientated yeah. over there, and they do a full year. So they might do five years and then they don't actually graduate until they've done a full year And out. some people actually benefit from the practical side of it, really, do you know? Oh, yeah, which you look at you. Yeah. That's what we all Yeah, that's, that's what we all yeah. want. Yeah, now, yeah, now it is yeah. very different here. Like yeah. any vet coming out here now who has, they have a lot of, ex of practical experience. And there's a lot, there's a lot. Well, I don't know now about County Clare, but I, I work in Galway, out of the office in Galway, and we've quite a lot of new graduates from uh, abroad. Yes, now, and even here at a local, there's a few uh, foreign uh, um, graduates here too. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. So when you graduated from college, mm. where did you go from there then? My first job was in Oma. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then uh, I was there for, loved it. Yeah. And, but at that stage, I had decided to travel, and the guy I was working with and myself debated, and he would have liked me to stay, but. I felt I wanted to go off, so I did, and I went, I went abroad. Yeah. You know, travelling wasn't the most popular thing when you did it. You Not know? really. It's, no, <laughs> it's no, more no. common now, isn't it? I know, because <laughs> I remember my mother and my father seeing me off, yeah. and they said, well, do we know when you'll be back? And I said, no, because <laughs> I, I where are you going? I knew I was going to California, because I had got an address there. Yeah. Oh, well, very good. And I knew I was going to Peru, because I had a cousin there. And after that, I hadn't a notion. <laughs> and so I was, I suppose, six months in the States and through Central and South America, I was another six months. And then I went across to Africa and was there for nine months. That must have been a fantastic time. It was great. And it kind of it gave me great uh, faith in humanity because I didn't work a day and I survived for two years. <laughs> so, and I will say to anybody, any youngster like yourself, yeah, yeah. if you can at all, travel alone. Because people are so good. But if you're with somebody, they'll always figure that you're okay. Yes. And that you have companionship and that you probably I are, you. are yeah, with I people. Yeah. They will always engage somebody yeah. in conversation yeah. if you're on your own. And we Irish aren't bad at talking. So, and of course, I did the missionary bit. God bless them all. So they were delighted to see an Irish man in Africa in various places because it was a, God, there was a lot of Holy Ghost fathers and Kiltegan fathers and Columban fathers and nuns who, of course, felt sorry for this poor wayward Irish fellow who had <laughs> no friends and no home and such like. Yeah, but sure. So uh, it was great. But people, yeah. people you'd, you'd be tumbling along the lift thing and somebody, you know, they'd pick you up and where are you staying? I said, I haven't really decided. So why don't you come and stay with us? And you might be there for a week or two or three weeks or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was great. And then when I went to Africa, I had three <coughs> sets of friends who happened to be there. Two sets who did medicine. And they were in little single bush hospitals. That was a good experience. They were out working on their own. Uh, you'd know, and lots of people well, in the veterinary side would know, David McGuinness. He was in South oh, Africa yes, at the time. Yes, yeah. He was a Trinity classmate of ours. And he worked in, uh, in, in, in Johannesburg. So he was there. So I visited him and I was with him for a couple of weeks and then went off to other places and then nipped up with my two friends in, in uh, one was in South Africa, elsewhere, and then the other was in Kenya. I'm and just thinking. Then I came home to Tala. Yeah, as an aside, uh, Brendan, a couple of uh, your classmates and mine, uh, Eamon Clark, mm -hmm. did some volunteer work abroad. Right. And what about Michael Reardon? Yes, yeah, Michael is a, was a classmate of ours. And he... Affectionately known as Benji. Benji, yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he could make Dublin fella. And he did um, 
veterinary, obviously, and then he uh, did a tropical medicine course in Edinburgh, which was actually something that I thought of doing as well. And then he went to Korea and he met up with the Columbans and he joined and he's now a priest. Go away. Uh, yeah. In Korea and he's been there for, oh, he must be there now 10 or 15, I know more. He's maybe, more. could be there 20 years. God, that's a big change, years. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they've done great yeah. work over there. I mean, yeah. he's... They've actually have a thriving thoroughbred and uh, thoroughbred horse industry. Really? They're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they eat an awful lot of pork in Korea. Yeah. And some, his predecessor was an Irish priest who set up a whole load of sort of agricultural projects and business. So the, the pork industry now is known like they supply half of Asia with pork. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 He was one larger than life character, wasn't yes, he? Yes. Yeah. Great he's character. He's large. So, so come here, Brendan, for, for leaving certs currently at the moment, leaving certs students at the moment that are looking to know what the hell am I going to do after school, would you recommend uh, veterinary? And if so, what, what's, what's about the job that would, would attract people to it? Well, I recommend it. <clears throat> if anybody's thinking of doing it, I would always say, yeah, go for it. I certainly never regret it for a day. Well, OK, have you to be a certain person for it? It's not everyone's cup of tea, is it? Well, I suppose there is quite a bit of opportunity now that maybe there wasn't then. OK. You know, okay. an awful lot of people who do veterinary now are clearer in what they want to do. Some people will just go into horse work. Some people will do small animals. Yes. And we all know the sort of the... the the development of, of small animal practice because there's so many dogs now and they're all and cats they and can be dogs, they yeah. can be yeah. they can be you know anyway that's <laughs> we could be talking a long time about that but um, people spend a lot of money on them mm. so there are opportunities in places for for vets who for whatever reason large animal doesn't suit large animal practice you you do need to be suited to it because it's it's hard work and. Uh, and it's difficult because you're dealing with, you can be dealing with emotional issues with farmers as well, you know, very much so. And I suppose both Tom and myself are, are now working with the department and I suppose we see quite a bit of that because you're dealing with, yeah. with, with difficult situations, you know, where people have problems with disease or whatever and then there's all the whole financial complications for them and that kind of stuff, you know, so. Yeah. So what you're saying is for students, give it a go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Now, some people, you want to go in with your eyes open because no job is always, no, no job is... is well, of is, course, yes, you know, yes, yes. And as it's thrills and it spills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I do remember there was a, there was a girl in Tulla and she was telling me that, um, uh, she's down south now, and she was telling me that quite a number of her class had changed careers quite soon after uh, qualifying, but yes. I think that was... They maybe just didn't find the niche to to that suited them within the profession. You know, it, it it's not all about the one type. You know. Yeah, and we obviously hear that a lot these days. Students go into one course and then after a year they pull out and a yeah. waste of money. Then, like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, never a waste. Of there's money. never, a, yeah, no, that, there is that. At the you know, people will think that, but you know, 
no no experience of any kind is wasted. Darren, what I would say, you know, if somebody wants to is interested in doing veterinary, say somebody of your age, go and spend time, weeks or maybe a month or something during the summer or maybe over Easter with a vet just to get a feel for what it's like, kind of yeah, thing, you know. Absolutely. And I suppose the one thing, Brendan, we would have dealt with, you have to be able to deal with people too. You do. Yeah. Most certainly, especially in general practice, yeah, you certainly that's do. Right. Yeah. Mm. That's um, important, yeah. It, it is. Well, I suppose it's important in any job. But then within veterinary, there are some people who are quite brilliant and who maybe what's what's the buzzword? There are IQ and EQ. Their emotional their emotional Q might be mightn't be great. Yes, 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 yes. But yes. there are, are places that, that might suit. Do you know you might go into research. You might go into you know other sort of scientifically orientated things like the pharma industry or you just know yes. because you've got a, you have a very scientific basis. Basically it's it's science. And there's different paths you can absolutely. go, like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not just the one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, you mentioned there that you moved to Tulla 40 years ago. 40 years ago. Yeah. So you, you said... <laughs> <laughs> I just got 45. Would you please? Take out the champagne there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, so so you mentioned there that you, you met Eddie Curry. Yeah, I, uh, people ask me how did I end up in Tulla. Yeah. I, when I was away... Um, and I was coming back in December 1980, I think, 81. And I was out saying to my friends and family, look out for a job, a veterinary job. And my preferred places would be somewhere along the western seaboard. Donegal, Sligo, Galway, Mayo, Clare, Limerick, Kerry. Mm-hmm. And one came up in Clare two weeks after I came home. So I applied and Tulla was a very different place then. Because yeah. there was no, there was the one street. Yeah. Uh, well, the two streets, I suppose. And it was small. There was none of the houses. There was no none of the development that has happened in Tulla and elsewhere. Yes. Then. Yes. 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 So and we'll say w- the job. When we're talking about, we'll say down in, we'll say the the Hollands garage side, all the secondary school. There was probably no houses, no nothing there at that time. No, and yeah. just near um, up near the opposite the bank. Yes. The bank that was the secondary school. Yes, that's the right. The secondary school that's was right. there because I remember there was great excitement. They were looking across when there was a bank robbery on Tulla. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here, are all the, here they were all having a gawk at that. Yeah. And then the girls' primary school was where the present Knupnagwiha building is. That's right. The new yeah. theatre that was officially opened last yes, I was in it. It's fabulous, yeah. Yeah, fabulous. Yeah. And then uh, the two schools merged, the two national schools merged and went down to where it is now developed subsequently. Mm. Yeah. So it was very different, yeah. Very, very different. different. So I was in a flat there on, on the main street, where Dennis Curry is now. And uh, then I, my boss, very kindly, lent me his house in, um, out in Rosslara. So I spent a couple of years out there, four or five years there, and then we bought where we are now. I yes. Yes, yeah, so Affic. how long how long are you in Affic? Uh, 20, 33 years. 33? Yeah. Yeah. 89, is that 33? Yeah, 33. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, very good. So, um, yeah. And actually, we were, the, we were the very first house that was being built out there. Go away. There was, there was none of the present houses that were out there were, were yeah. there then. That's, that's the way the countryside has yes, changed. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. And you mentioned there, like, obviously our house wasn't built at the time. Yeah. Um, my uncle's house. Yeah, coffees. Yeah. yeah. All up our side. If you think yeah. about it, all the houses yeah. beside... All near us is yeah. all new houses, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So now a lot of your listeners wouldn't know where that is, but I suppose it's indicative of how things have changed in the countryside. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Great. So 
when you moved to Tulla then, at what stage then, we're coming to our main part of the, what you're talking to us about, uh, the Tulla Drama Group, mm. what year did you join? Um, there was always a, a tradition of drama in Tulla. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and when I went to Tulla, there was chat about drama Tulla and like everywhere else, and obviously Scarlet has a big, big mm. name about it and a big tradition of it. But there was always Tulla and drama, and the big social event in Tulla was the play in the courthouse on Stevens's day. And I don't know how many people were telling me, and the queues were going down the road, and they were down as far as the pound waiting to get in for this one. I suppose in those days there wasn't there was no television, there was no there was no nothing. So that was a bit around the sixties and seventies. Some of those people, uh, Kathleen Minogue now, Minogue, she'd often tell stories about her. She she did a lot of acting, and a lot of people, you know, um, of that and younger would have been and older uh, would have been involved and then kind of lulled I guess in the maybe the 70s I'm not quite sure um, and then in 87 I think um, it was sort of resurrected um, <clears throat> we had a very um, sort of uh, dynamic priest at the time Father, Father Pat Malone okay. and uh, he was interested in, in all things including drama and he and Michael Torpy and a few others, uh, kind of Desert Hallen, I remember myself, a few others, um, had a meeting and it started then. Mm-hmm. And I think the first, our first production was in 88, I think. And what, actually, just uh, what, what, what was the play that you did? We did two plays, two one-act plays. Pub theatre was a thing in those days. Scarif used to always do it in Max. Um, pub theatre, you do two one-act plays mm-hmm. and we did it in Minogue's. And I think without Minogue's uh, and their, their support... John, God rest him, and uh, Kathleen and Sandra. I think without their support, it would be safe to say we had to find it very difficult to mm. survive. And actually, that, that was actually going to bring me on to my next yeah. question. Uh, at, the, at the time, the courthouse obviously wasn't developed no, it wasn't. to an adequate standard. Yeah, so was, you were in the courthouse for a period of or Sorry, the Minogue's for a period we of time. We were in Minogue's yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. Um, or probably 10 years or more. Go away, yeah. And we did, we did these one-act plays. The first day we asked us was done was none the wiser uh, about a bunch of, of nuns who were burglars and the second one was On the Outside which was by Tom Murphy who would be a famous playwright from June, June yeah and um, he's done a lot of big stuff so they were the first two plays we did so we did them and they were packed absolutely packed um, and uh, we did that each year yeah. and then the courthouse was done up and then we moved in there. there. Yeah, tell us about the development of the course out. How, how did that all come about? Um, at the time, the county council gave money to parishes, like a, a rural regeneration scheme. Yes, yes, yes. And certain parishes decided what to do with the money. So I think here in Scariff, it was put into the development of the square and all that parking area. So that money went there. In Tulla, a number of people decided that they would put it into, into kind of holding the the, the 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 basis of the of the courthouse. It was you know, it was hopeless. So they re roofed it just to kind of make it watertight. Yes. And then some years ago there was a very substantial grant given, maybe another eight or ten years after that. Maybe I have the years wrong now, probably. But um so a substantial grant was given then to do up the place and build on uh, sort of the kitchen at the back and the building where the credit union are is yes, uh, where yes, the, yes. the toilets are and the disabled toilet and that kind of stuff. So that's good. The credit union now are kind of an anchor tenant there, and then the rest of it is fine. So, 
and, 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 great place. Was it in a bad shape before this? Oh, dreadful, yeah. Was it, it yeah. was so bad that the courts were never, the courts were actually held in Dominogues, which wasn't ideal, court being in the but, <laughs> but that was the way it was in lots of towns. Yeah, I know, yeah. In lots yeah, of towns. Yeah. And then the county council did, did the business and... Um, the courts left and went to Cat Scarif. Yes. No, went to Kilrush. Not one of them. Kilu. And then this council used it as a kind of a depot, so they couldn't really develop it or get funding or anything like that. And then the council chose to relocate to Scarif here, I think. Yeah. 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 As their area place. Office, yeah. Which now meant the whole building was free. Mm, mm, so mm. then the council actually owned the building I suppose the Department of Justice I could be sketchy on this now open to oh, great right, yeah. so they I think the count the, the Department of Justice then handed it over to the council and the council leased it to the community for mm. whatever but it is a challenge to keep up so we actually had a, a collection for Saturday and Sunday Friday and Saturday outside the supervisor that's right I saw that yeah because yeah. It's you know there's insurance and there's mm-hmm. things, of course, lots of things are done now. There's new floor put in the back and there's had to be painted and the windows yeah. done and all that stuff. So obviously we're very thankful to people who who contribute to the maintenance fund of it really. Yeah. yeah. Um, now you've been very successful the Tuller Drama Group over the years. So what's what what's what do you think is the reason for its success? I suppose interest and commitment yeah. and support. And, and, and great actors, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saying, of course. Darren, what you must realise, you know, drama is uh, like a disease. You yes, know? yes, yes. And you never, once it gets into once your system, you will never lose it. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, just while because I'm, I'm only after joining the drama group there myself, yeah. and uh, like that, when you're on stage, you just have this strange buzz. Yeah. buzz you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, We've yeah. been very lucky. People are very good to us. We've had an awful. I was just kind of thinking there. I remember there was some notion of us having a gathering, and we went through. And I think there's, what oh, it is, I could write a laugh at the time. Uh, it must be sixty or seventy people that we've had with us on stage. Yeah. You know, a lot of whom are still around. Then people come, people go. Times are different. You know, so there was a. We had a difficulty some years ago because we're always, and I can sort of beseech people, listeners out there, to come and join us. Obviously, Shlivakti are there as well, you know, <coughs> so, um, and it doesn't matter where you join, but every, every group, including Shlivakti, would n- need new people. Yes. Um, because things change and there are certain plays require certain age profiles. Yes. And we do need that. And then you need all the technical crew and the backstage crew and the it's not all about the acting, you know, you know yourself. So I would hope that everybody would consider joining us. A couple of years ago, well, it must be 10 years ago now, we kind of said we have to do something. It was the same old thing down, a few of us, like, you know, so we did, knocked on every door pretty well in the parish. We did, we divided it up and we did Powers Court and we did all the housing estates and told them about us and all the rest of it. And we got some new members from there. Um, but it was very interesting experience. Experience. I found it anyway interesting because it was probably during it was pre-crash time, so that must have been it must have been pre-crash. Early crash. Notice, is it? No, in the eighties, oh, yeah. uh, early two thousand. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was very interesting because you'd knock on people and say, "Oh, I did drama in school." I wouldn't know any of these people. Mm. They were all new down in you know in the Forge and Powers Court. Those yes. are two lovely yes. states that are there. And they say, "Oh, I always wanted to go to drama, but um, I work in." Um, at Lone and my husband works in Ballina Mayo 
And somebody else had told me, well, um, my my wife, she works in in Kilkenny. Yeah, and it was yeah. I was astounded. Yeah, yeah. So people didn't have the time. Yeah. You know. So that that's always there. And then maybe young kids. So all those people out there who are now at home and who whose time allows come and join us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan, what are your more memorable productions that come to mind? Um, I suppose we used to do the circuit yeah. thing, so an awful lot of work and effort and, you know, sort of excitement and tension and buzz goes with those because you were involved in... It's a big deal thing, you know. Most people that would listen to Scarlet Bay would be familiar, obviously, with this from here. But you pick you pick a number of festivals, so you might, and there might be over a period of maybe ten days or two weeks. So a lot of people would have to take their ho- their holidays off. So that your stage crew have to leave at nine o'clock, mm. and you have to build a set, organize transport, yeah, no, and all the rest of that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were somewhere. We got to the All Ireland in '95 and '97, and um, with two five one was the Aristocrats Brian Freel. That was a great play, and then the other was Lovers by Brian Freel, and uh, we did well in the All Ireland, but didn't win it. But we were fourth, I think. But I remember just beforehand being up a ladder, putting in putting on cobwebs, false cobwebs on a lamp, on a light, because that's that's the level of detail. Mm. Now, you know. You want to be twice mad to be doing that. <laughs> so we haven't done it since because just people do not have the time. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. kind of mad. So, those but, it, but again, it must have been uh, a great experience going on the circuit too. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's not it's not an enjoyable experience too. Yes, yeah. but you're putting yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a competition, you know, and competition isn't for everybody either. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're 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 waiting for somebody maybe. To pick holes in in what you did, you're 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 doing your best, and hopefully they tell you they let you down nicely, which they do mostly. Yeah, you know. Dara, if you perform a play in front of your local audience, you know they're going to applaud you. They're going to tell you you're great, and you might begin to believe it yourself. Yeah. But take your play to a strange hall and a strange audience, yeah. different, and yeah. then you learn yeah. your laughs yeah, there exactly. or your yeah. Yeah. You know, I always remember that's an experience in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always remember and have quoted. Um, Ted, um, Alan Sparling, uh, the gorgeous man, uh, you know, a fond member of of, of uh, the Scarif community, and mm. you know, everybody here knows him. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant actor, brilliant, you know, shop owner, yeah. brilliant community man, special person. And uh, I always remember he used to come to our pub theatre in Minogues, and should be riotous, you know. And uh, he would, uh, he said to me one night, he says, you know, do this long enough and you'll think you're even more brilliant than you are because you have your local audience. You want to get out there and and just just see how good you all are. Yeah. You know, now he was complimenting us, but he was actually, yeah. and I've always yeah. thought of it and it was yeah. good advice. Oh, it was good advice, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, now, I have to say, big, talk to me about Big Maggie, your, your play that you did there last year. That was, oh, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. It went very well. It did. Yeah, it, it did, did very well. And for, I suppose, the, it was about the first time that we, we organised sort of pre-sale tickets. Yes. So that was interesting too, because actually, I think with the maybe two or three, and it was kind of a tail end of COVID, the, we had four full houses and they were, they were full before we went on. 
you know, but sold, out. So yeah. sold out. But yeah. you see, John B, Big Maggie, and we had a big cast. Yes. And that's why we did it, because we actually were in, we were in rehearsal for, with an Agatha Christie play prior to that, and then COVID came, and it was kind of static, and we figured when we came back, we needed a bit more crack. The audiences needed a bit of, of course, entertainment. Yeah, of course, and, yeah. yeah, I think we did as well. Margaret Hoodlum was Big Maggie. and Oh, we have to compliment her. She's fantastic. Yeah, Excellent, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always, yeah. And you played... I played Teddy. Is it Teddy? That's yes, it, Teddy. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. Down to him. Yeah, more than I thought. Brian Torpy. Yeah, Brian Torpy was born. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. I actually didn't see your production last yeah, year. You yeah. Know. I came down with COVID in the middle of. You did, and actually, we were there. we were yeah. invited mm-hmm. to uh, perform it because Scarif had a cancellation. I did a right. gap day, and then we. We're going to come, so a lot of a lot of our regular audience says, "Well, we'll see you in Scarif," yeah. and then we couldn't come because we had a brief, a brief a sad bereavement right, within right, the group. Yeah, you know, yeah, so that was yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's so we'll see what, now? What's your plans for the future then? Oh, sure, yeah, upwards and onwards. Um, like, have you decided on what plays you're going to do? Well, for mm, next year, we're doing two one acts at the moment. Hopefully before Christmas, because it's a good active group now. So we're, th- we're hoping we'd be able to do two one acts now and a three act, which we've never done before. So three acts in the spring, not for competition. Uh, have you pitched the plays? No. Well, no. We're to here tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's 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 difficult to get producers because you know that's extra time. But we we have two great ones and others will help out. Um, so um, we had a, a workshop done. Was it a month ago? That's right. So with, with Paul Brennan. Paul Brennan that's right, and yeah. that was. Everybody felt very good after that, and it was quite. I I thought like some of the the activities or exercises Exercise, he yeah. gave us to do. I thought, what in the name of God are we doing this for? Mm. But it's only afterwards when I when the whole thing was finished. Yeah. I said, you know what? It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And what did you get out of it? Um, I I think it was wonderful for the group because it kind of got us all together, and we had to two new people and a returnee um, so that kind of you know, all those exercises start the same so nobody if nobody felt that anybody was sort of you know less experienced than others and it kind of was very very uh, good for the spirit of the group mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so Tom I, I think we'll be leaving it at that yeah, interesting. Have you to say? Uh, well, looking forward. Uh, we had the first meeting of the Clare Dam Festival for this year, last night, yeah. and um, we're looking forward to 2023. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll see uh, lots of groups and lots of players here in Scarf, and hopefully, Tullam will come over. No. Yes, hopefully, please go ahead. Yeah. 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 Dara, you, you and I have to work on them, you know. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> you won't have to work. You know, not too hard, I'd say. No, no, busy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's time. It's time. time. It is, Everybody's it is, busy, it you know. But yeah, it's great, and I would encourage everybody to, if not drama, join something because it's very sociable. Mm-hmm. You meet people. Our group now, um, most of us would say that our close social group related to that. We might meet all the time, meet up, meet up all the time. But you become very, it's like being part of a hurling team or a football team, you, you, you trust the other person in a way that, that maybe life doesn't always show you. So listen, Brendan, I th- we're, we're just conscious of time now. So Absolutely, yeah. Thank you, very much. For time, yeah. thank you very much for coming on to Scarab Bay Radio. Okay, yeah, thank you. And continued good work yeah. with this uh, station. Yeah. Thank you very well, thank much. You very thank much. much. Thank you very much.